Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning. My name is Harry Snellings. I'm the chief of police for the city of Jamestown. With me is Patrick Swanson. He's the Stark County District Attorney. I'll give you a brief overview of last night's events, and then I'll turn it over to the district attorney, and then we'll take a couple of questions. Uh, approximately 11.40 last night, our officers were responding to a tip um, the investigation led them to 2 Todd Avenue here in the city of Jamestown. We were able to get consent um, to search the residence. Our officers cleared the, uh, the home up to the point of the attic. Once they got to the attic, our canine officer released his dog to, to check the attic. There was a confrontation up there. Um, the dog did confront Keith Robbins, the suspect. Uh, Keith Robbins did stab our canine, um, uh, canine Mitchell. He uh, was rushed to emergency surgery, and it appears he's going to be okay. Um, our officers backed up, established a perimeter, and then uh, we made contact with our tactical teams. Uh, we were able to establish contact with the suspect in the home. Uh, negotiations continued to approximately 6 a.m. this morning. At that time, uh, Keith Robbins surrendered himself to our officers. Uh, Keith Robbins does have an injury. It's a self-inflicted stab wound to the chest and he's currently uh, under medical care. And I'll turn it over to the district attorney. Uh, we're currently in the process of, of wrapping up our investigation. Uh, I do want to thank the Jamestown Police, uh, the Ellicott Police, the Lakewood Bus Type Police, the FBI, and the State Police. They all assisted in this, uh, bringing this case uh, what is uh, nearly to a close. We are waiting uh, to learn the medical condition of the suspect at this time, uh, but it is still an ongoing and active uh, investigation. I just want to make one more comment. Um, I want to make sure that, uh, first, I thank all the law enforcement agencies that assisted from Thursday until the apprehension this morning. Uh, our local FBI office, resources from the Department of Homeland Security, New York State Police, Stock County Sheriff's Department, Stock County Forensic Investigation Team, Stock County Emergency Services, um, the Hazmat Team, Lakewood uh, Bus Type Police Department, Ellicott, Bus, uh, Ellicott Police Department, and um, more importantly, our community members and their willingness to provide us tips and information. Uh, the tip, where did that come from? Uh, that came from a, I, mean, I don't want to get specifically who it came from, but it was a citizen that provided us the tip. Was there anyone else in the home at the time? No, there was not. Larry, we've heard that the father lives in that area. Was it the father's house or whose was it? It was the father's home, and he was not in the residence. Do you know you if the father was knew he was there? Was he there this whole entire time throughout the five days? No, he was not. Has he made any statements? Um, I can't comment on that right now. When uh, you had the perimeter there last Thursday, was that home checked as well? Correct. We we uh, checked uh, 24 Woodworth because um, we had reason to believe that he had access to that residence. And then obviously to Todd because uh, that was his father's home. And the vehicle was found in near that, that, that uh, location. Is it believed he left there? Did he leave by vehicle, by foot? We don't know how he left, but he did leave the area. We do believe he got some assistance. 
and that's that we're still following up and investigating that. If so, if he did get assistance, would that person face charges? Potentially. Can you speak at all to his background? We're hearing he had a long background of domestic violence. We're not gonna we're not gonna get into that right now. No. We understand that uh, the victim he had been in contact with her, had threatened her a, a few times at least as recent as that night before. Can you confirm that at all, Terry? That's still part of the investigation, and you know I just I can't comment on that. Can you talk about their restraining order at all that he had with his ex-wife? I I do know that there was an act of refrain from order. What does that actually mean? Um, you want to get into the side of that? That's a, it's different than a no contact order. Refrain from is you're essentially barred from uh, harassing, assaulting, essentially breaking the law against that person. It was not a complete stay away. Uh, it was uh, simply there. There are two kinds. That's that's the alternative kind to complete no contact. So, what kind of charges could he be facing right now? Uh, well, the murder two. Uh, we have the assault on the police officer, which is the canine officer. Uh, and there are still others that we're, we're looking into. And when is he being arraigned? Was he threats to any of the uh, victim's families during this whole time, throughout five days? Jason, I'm not aware of that, but that's still part of the investigation. Sure, sure. I'm not aware of that, but I, it's still part of the ongoing investigation. What kind of a stab wound did he have? Was it to the abdomen? It was to his upper chest. When can we expect him to be arraigned? Obviously, he's in uh, at this time, uh, no charging instruments been filed. Uh, as I said, we're, we're wrapping up our investigation, and we're cons uh, considering the various options that we have at this point. What are the big questions you still need answered? Um, I, I don't want to talk about that right now, uh, given the nature of, of the case uh, and, the, and the position we're in right now. A lot of neighbors certainly feeling relieved today. That's what they've been telling us. What's your message to the community? And again, I just uh, I can't thank them enough for, for the uh, community members that actually provided information. We've been dealing with this since Thursday, nonstop, six days. Um, we can't say enough about the law enforcement officers that were committed to this case, a lot of long hours. Um, you know, one of, one of, I think one of our issues, and, and, I, and I said this with, with our local media, is that we, we ask people to refrain from putting information out on social media. Uh, erroneous information hurt us, especially the first few days, and then, you know, everybody looks at social media to include suspects. And putting that, that information out there could, you could jeopardize your own safety and to include ours. Can you give a specific example of that? Um, I can tell you Thursday that I got, I was inundated by calls. We had some issues with the schools. I even, we even received a call from the governor's office because people had put information out that, you know, there were multiple shootings going on and it was perceived as an active shooter. And which was the furthest from the truth, and we put it out uh, pretty directly that this was a domestic violence incident. It was an isolated incident, but we're inundated with calls. We have to tie up resources to address that issue. We had parents coming to the PD that were concerned on top of the schools having to deal with that issue. Did he have a firearm when he was taken into custody? Hunter? No, he did not. Was there anything in the house? Right now, Terry, we're working on search warrants, and then we're going to we're going to go through the house very methodically to see what other evidence is there. The caller that made the tip that led to the arrest is that person going to be getting the uh, Crime Stoppers reward? We're still working on that, um, and uh, you know that'll be determined later. It shouldn't be an issue. Is his father facing any charges for harboring a fugitive or whatever it would be? 
Well, we never said he was harboring him. Um, he was just located at the house. So we're still following up on the investigation on how he got there. And, um, you know, he's a family member. So he could get access there. Could you talk about, the, I guess, the, <clears throat> the mood of the, the during the entire operation? Was, was there a concern that he was going to, I guess, were, were you height, more heightened than usual? Or were you kind of uh, content that he was in there he was not going to be coming out? I mean, or was it like you were on edge for anything that could happen? I mean, were you, was it urgent, the mood, I guess, or was it pretty much... Are you talking about the, last the night? Standoff, yeah, like when you guys were there, I mean... Well, sure. I mean, it's, it's a very uh, tense situation. We didn't know what type of weapons he had access to in the house. Um, he had obviously uh, just shot someone several days prior. Um, so, yeah, we, we, we treat all those situations that way. Do you know where his father is at this time? We do. <laughs> that was your question. Yeah. Can you is, is he cooperating? Um, he has been. Is he in custody? The father? Yeah. No, we have no charges. Can he was not at the house. I make that very clear. He was not at the house. But you did have consent to go into the house. Did that come from him? No, it came from another party that uh, had resided there. Can you and he was not there either. Can you give us kind of an overview of the timeline? So this happened, the murder happened on Thursday, Thursday. at about 9 a.m. Mm -hmm. And, and then he what was is taken in custody uh, shortly before 6 a.m. this morning. And what time did the tip come in? Um, I believe a little after 11 o'clock last night. How long did you... Uh, wait between the time that Kenan Mitchell was injured to the time that he was actually brought into custody? Was it a long wait to um, get into the house? We were in the house right away. Um, and then, uh, you know, once once Kenan Mitchell was stabbed, obviously, you know, we, we, we have a barricaded subject, potentially armed, so we backed off and we go through our normal protocol. We, we did evacuate all the uh, neighbors in the surrounding area because we had no idea what weapons he had access to. How many neighbors were... At least seven houses, I believe. Any other questions? What's his, what's his condition in the hospital again from the stab wound? Right now, I don't know. I know he's, he's receiving medical treatment. Right now, he's at WCA. Is there anything more you can give us about the father? How much did he know where he is? Anything? No, that I can't. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. Thank you for coming Thank down. You. Thank you. Or, who else was living in the house? How many people? I'm not going to get into Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.